Hello everyone, my name is Adam Wilson. And I'm uh, Garrett Rowe. And this show is called Real Talk. Real Talk. Welcome to our first podcast. Um, and so what, what are we talking about, Real Talk? Well, we're going to talk about real estate and we're going to get real about... Wow, we are creative with that name. <laughs> yeah, see, I thought about that actually. Real estate, real talk. <laughs> I like it. So let's get real around it and how that's going to affect our lives as agents, um, as as consumers, yeah. right? Um, kind of really what we're looking at here is taking real estate and talking at seeing what's going on in a, a macro level, what's going on in the real estate world and how that's going to affect us here locally in the Annal Valley, greater Annal Valley real estate. That's kind of what our purpose is. Yeah, right? And we're excited to bring on special guests, um, agents that are doing it right, um, that are making changes in their business and we want to see what they're doing. We want yeah. to interview them and, and learn from them. So we're excited about now, this. Now, Adam, a quick question for you. Um, are we only going to be interviewing people from a certain brokerage or one thing or, or are we, are we kind of putting out there recruiting type of thing? Cause I know oh, it's no. instantly going to turn people off. No, I, and thank you for asking that. Yeah. Um, this, the purpose of this is not that at all. As a matter of fact, all agents in my eyes are equal in this conversation. <laughs> we're really talking about how agents are, you know, we're, what we're competing against, like the tech companies, right? Yeah. The tech companies, how the agent versus tech companies. So this is not recruiting. This is not branded to any um, yeah. Keller Williams or anything like that. Um, Our goal is to get um, many agents from many different breeds just to talk to them, see what's going on in real estate, even some vendors, title companies, um, just different things like that and how the real estate um, industry is changing and it's always changing right. and how we could stay up to date with that. Um, speaking of that, who is our first guest that we have lined up for our next podcast? Well, according to my notes here, it's Thomas Pulaskis. Oh, Thomas Pulaskis. He's a pretty good producer, isn't he? I'd say so. He's yeah. number one in our office, I think. He is number one in our office. I think he's three or four in the board. Um, he's always consistently up there. So and we're in great. Palmdale, Lancaster, for those of you who are outside of this uh, circle here. But yeah. um, Thomas Pulaskis is an awesome agent, and he does a lot of business. And how old is he? Uh, I believe he just turned 32, so he's young. He's yeah. using technology at high levels. Um, he's killing it in his real estate business with his team. So we're going to have him in. We're just going to talk about uh, what he's doing, uh, how he grew his team, kind of get some insight on him, learn who he is. Um, and as agents, we could use that and uh, use that in our business and how to help us grow. Um, our goal is to get a lot of different agents from different brokerages and stuff in here as well. We're uh, a couple of people lined up already for the next. We're competitors, few. but there's plenty to go around. Right? Absolutely. Well, really, we look at it nowadays is um, brokerages always seem to think they're against each other, and I, I don't see that so much the case as much anymore. I really do see it more as brokerages kind of against technology that's mm. trying to replace the brokerage. Technology or or co or technology company. companies that yep. are trying to um, take over more of the brokerage role, take more of the business from us. Um, I, I see it more as that as the future evolves and what's happening with our technology and different platforms are available uh, for different agents to get on. Um, and they're giving away commissions, big chunks of their commissions, mm. or they're paying for leads. Um, and that's kind of where the real estate I don't, I don't know. The real estate market's That's a good to. point because yeah. really we're talking about who, who's controlling the data and tech, com tech companies mm -hmm. are the, like Google and Amazon, yeah. right? They're all about data and they're about collecting data and then giving insights yep. and predictions based off of the data. So really, yeah, we're competitors agents, but like you said, the tech companies, the ones who own the data are the ones that we should be concerned about. Yeah. They're the ones that I, I, I long-term are going to be, you know, the big competitors. Look at Netflix, for example. A lot of people think, mm. oh, who's going to, who's going to be competitive against Netflix? Um, who's going to be going to take them down? You know, that Netflix came in, took out Blockbuster. Who's going to be able to compete hmm. with Netflix? And a lot of people think, oh, maybe HBO or, you know, 
Time Warner, are these companies going to be able to do anything uh, to compete with them? And really sure. their biggest, the biggest competitor to Netflix, and most people, don't, I don't think, realize this, is probably Amazon. Oh, um, yeah. That's a good point. Amazon, maybe even Google, and Apple's getting into yep. the game as well. Because they're data companies. Because they're data companies, and they could give that user Facebook experience. Even. I mean, maybe they'd use, get into that to help save their that company. Is, that is the way. I mean, Apple announced this year they're having five unique programs coming. Um, you know, they're bringing that content, but really those huge companies that have the data around the people, they're the people to kind of worry about for Netflix. And that's kind of where I see real estate coming as well as the people that have the data, um, around us as consumers is where our consumers are going to go. So what, so like with Netflix, it's what's interesting about that is the timing, Mm -hmm. right? The timing of Netflix coming in when Blockbuster was, was running the way Mm -hmm. that it was running. Uh, but Netflix saw the writing on the wall, right? Mm -hmm. So they moved on the time. So it, the, the shift of that, that technology period yeah. is what made Netflix succeed. Yeah. So what made Netflix grow rapidly is the, the fourth industrial revolution. If you mm-hmm. look at it as um, the cloud, the, being able to store data somewhere else and not on a computer. Right. So all of a sudden, Netflix was able to stream. When Netflix, remember when Netflix came out and started streaming 2007, 8, whenever it was, it was garbage. It was. I remember looking through it like, what is this? It was slow. It was, it was, there was good selection. nothing to watch. But yet it grew and it grew and it grew and it grew and it grew grew to a point where now it's, I mean, everyone knows what Netflix is. Everyone watches Netflix. It's actually like a verb. It's not like, it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to Netflix tonight. Yeah. We're going to Netflix (laughs) and chill. It's like a thing. Like people talk about it and stuff. And so that noise, they've actually done case studies, that noise, the, the Netflix has when the logo comes on, it gives people satisfaction. Doo-doo. Yes. Doo-doo. Yes. And people get, ah, oh, <laughs> because they're going to watch something that they enjoy. So I'm, I'm curious though. So about Google and Amazon say they do mm-hmm. get into that. Oh, Amazon's already in the business of streaming. Right? Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm yeah, a member they're already, too. Yeah. Um, their selection, I'm not too hyped on. I still think Netflix but is the original con- content is what True. they're working but, at. So, but yeah. could they really replace Netflix in the sense of, of, yeah, they can do what Netflix does, but would they always be compared to Netflix? It's hard to say, you know, and that's why we look at, get back on more of the real estate side is where I look at um, Zillow. Right. And I feel like Zillow is, you know, Zillow truly, these these companies, they're, they are our, our big competitor now. I don't right. see it so much as Century 21 versus Keller Williams versus Remax as much as what Zillow's trying to do. Um, it, Zillow's always said that they're in the business of selling leads, not selling homes. Right. They promised agents that for years. They are, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. They're, um, their CEO, which is uh, Spencer uh, Raskoff, he w- always said he wasn't going to uh, buy homes. And well, here's the thing is Zillow's publicly traded and, and whenever a CEO promises you that you go, well, that's great. Well, how long is he going to last? Right. When do, when do profits stall and shareholders want to see growth? And right. when growth doesn't happen, there'll be change. Right. Always. And so that's how companies work and that are publicly traded. Uh, and so what Zillow did is they stopped making growth and all of a sudden, just like that overnight in February, uh, the CEO's out new CEO, who's actually the original CEO, Rich Bratton comes back and he goes, okay, we're going to get into the iBuyer program. We're going to start buying and selling homes. Well, they promised for years they weren't going to do that. And not only that, did they, what they started doing is they stopped selling leads to the agents. And this is where I think most agents miss what Zillow's doing. Right. The shift, right? The, yeah. That they, we talked about Netflix exactly. and Block, but there's a shift there's, happening. Exactly. There's a shift going on is they're not selling the, the lead anymore. They're selling a transaction. Mm. 
And what they're, they're giving you a percentage and some agents go, well, I don't have to pay up front. I'll just give 40% of my commission. And they're happy with that. Mm-mm. They realize now you have to use Zillow's own CRM system. You have to call them and they listen to your phone calls to the clients and they record how you're doing and they're going to be selective to their agents. Essentially that the doing. agent is just enabling the tech, right? Like yeah. an employee to yeah. the tech. Exactly. And so what they're doing is they're doing this. And so let's use an example of, for example, a Hotwire or... Um, what's another one of those, um, hotels.com or anything. Okay. When those companies came out, they said, Hey, we'll fill your rooms for you. And hotels, you know, said, great. We don't have to advertise. You guys will do it all for us and you'll fill our rooms. Great. And they thought they'll give it at a discount. They'll come into our hotel and then they'll like our stay so much that they'll, they'll just come to our website next time and they'll sign up again. (laughs) Did that happen? No. Do you go to hotwire every single time you go to any trip? And every time now you go back to Hotwire. Mm. So Zillow is trying to do that where their agents are thinking the same thing is I'll give such a great transaction and what they'll do is with Zillow and then I'll get them in the future. Right. And Zillow's saying, no, we're going to keep that transact. We right. sold you that one transaction and now you'll come back to us. And right now the split's 35, 45% depending. That's going to grow as profits. Like I see that evolving that's so that's yeah. so uh, fascinating to think about mm. how they're trying to step in front of the agent. Mm. But, but really, um, they, they can't t- fully take the human being out of it. You know, you look at banks and, and tellers, for yeah. example. Um, you know, I used to go into Chase and it'd be a whole line mm-hmm. of tellers. And now you go into you go into the banks and there may be one or two yeah. and three smart machines that mm-hmm. you can with- withdraw $3 from. Yeah. No longer in multiples of 20s. Yeah. So, but they can't fully get rid of the, the agent mm-hmm. because there's still people who have yeah. checks. There's still people who need that. So if the banks couldn't replace the people, um, certainly. I, I don't think they ever will replace the agent. We're never going to be at a tech spot where the, the fiduciary responsibility on the agent is still very important to people. It's the biggest transaction most people will ever make in their life. Right. Um, the average person in the house, this is their most wealth is in their house. They want help through that process. So being a fiduciary responsibility is important. Like I do, I hundred percent agree. They're not going to get, the agents aren't going away. I don't see that in the future, but here's the thing is I don't want to work for Zillow. I want to build my own business. I want to have my own brand and I want to control my commission. Mm. I don't want to be reliant on a company giving me a 40, 35% commission and, and, and using their scripts or they'll give a lead to somebody else. And it, most likely is going to get to the point where they're just, you're just opening the doors for Zillow. You're going to go over there and they're going to pay you hourly because there'll be agents willing to do that as they Mm. drive down the price. So it's just interesting to be aware of where, I mean, not saying they're there tomorrow, you know, it's, it's a process, but they already promised us. They're just going to sell us leads. So why go back? Let's go back to the iBuyer program. Mm -hmm. Why should we care about that? Why, why, why does it matter if Zillow's getting a little bit of market share? It's uh, honestly market share of the iBuyer program. It's not a lot. I mean, we're talking maybe 10%. We'll, we'll see. I mean, time will tell. I mean, if you're going to sell your house at a discounted price, you know, 10, 15% or whatever, and they're going to flip that. Um, I think they're at like eight to 10%. Exactly. I'm not sure I could mm. be wrong on that. Um, yeah, it doesn't make sense. I'd rather go with a regular real estate agent, you know, and, and sell the home. But the thing is they're trying to grow their, their revenue. They got to, they have to grow. And right. so they're looking at different ways where they can, you know, grow the revenue. They have to show growth. And the iBuyer program is just a, a step in that, you know, we're going to buy homes and we'll use our preferred agents to resell the home and we'll make a little bit of profit here. But really what Zillow, I mean, they also bought a bank and most people don't even know that right. Zillow owns a bank. So what they're trying to do is to get you in the Zillow cyclone, right? Get the, you in their cloud, in their cloud, yeah. in their grasp. It's the same thing with iPhone. You know, people that are iPhone people or, you know, they're, you're in the I, iPhone um, or the Apple, uh, what's it called? The cloud, the, right. not you're, the cloud, but the, um, 
I don't, I don't remember what it's called, but you're in everything you own is Apple because it connects. It Apple works communism, well. maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you love Apple, which is great. You know, you yeah, love but their if product. You, if you take, if you try to incorporate, because at one point I had, I had an iPhone, but then I had a Samsung tablet, and and at before I had an mm-hmm. iPad mm-hmm. and an i and a Mac. So you know all those three things. So I try to put something else in there, and it totally yeah, threw doesn't my, work my thing up what what zillow I, they're doing is they want to get the lead from the moment it comes in they want to get them pre-approved they want to get them closed they want them to be happy and then they have that client for life that's that's their long-term vision is what i would see i i can't say for certain i mean i'm not no profit i, I could be wrong but let's just look at what they've already said and what they're doing and if history repeats itself which it always does right they are growing to that that length mm. and so, so it's interesting to look at what at the steps that they're taking um, to kind of slowly get more and more market share away from the agents and towards them. And they, mm. they're not the only one. I really read thin. I mean, right. they're, what they're offering is great you know, to their clients. And they're buying homes and they're doing it at a lower percentage. And they're trying to drive down the value of a commission you know, to make the global standard of a commission you know, lower that 1%, 2%, whatever they're offering. You know, and we're still fighting for our 6%. You know? And so there's kind of a battle right now from the consumer standpoint from the very beginning when they enter the market right. to close. Because whoever gets them first, they're probably going to stick so it's with a, it. So it's a battle, like you said, whoever gets them first on their platform. Yeah. So really, it's going to be a fight to whose platform are the consumers yeah. going to be using. So let me, let me Which, go back. Real quick, real quick on the platform thing. Yeah. A great book I would recommend agents to read is called Platform Revolution. Um, it's a great to understand. What do you mean by platform? So what a platform is, is think of it as, um, we'll use Airbnb as an example. Airbnb is a platform where people could rent their homes out to people. Mm-hmm. And what Airbnb now is worth more than, I believe every hotel chain, I don't, there's maybe one or so or that are worth more than them. And they don't have a product. They're a platform where someone could come on and sell or rent their house for a time and make money. So they're kind of an exchange. It's a platform. Think of Uber the same way. Right. Uber doesn't have cars. Well, they're working on self-driving cars, but they don't have cars. They don't have a product. Different topic or they're, podcast. Yeah, <laughs> they're a they're a um, a platform right. where you could where you could go on use there. your own car. Yep. use their platform to drive people around. Yes, and so the, these platforms, you know, and now Zillow's trying to be that platform where they could buy and sell homes and kind of eliminate. And that's, that's a really good it, analogy. It's a good analogy. You know what I mean? It's so it's a great book for people to read to kind of understand what platforms are doing and how they're taking over the world and. Con- and traditional businesses that aren't adapting right. are losing. Changing their platform. Yeah. Or, or nothing even to do adopting with, a platform. Nothing to do with real estate, but you need to realize where the world's going and having mm. kind of I know we talk about this as agents, they they put their head in the sand. Right. They don't step back and look around like on what's a macro going on. level. Yeah. They're just on? focused on their business. I got a legion, I got a call for three hours a day, gotta do my cold calls, my door knockings, my open houses. But we we tend to not step back and even read what's going on. Like, you know, ask an average agent if they know what Inman News is. I they, mm probably don't they mm. probably don't realize what's going on and they don't really you know see what's going on in the world and how things are changing um which is you know good not how, really. how do you think we how do you think the average agent i mean could fight against this i mean what should be our what should be our focus the first step i honestly is just awareness and know what it right. is i mean we're we're feeding the beast i mean i know True. most agents are paying zillow a lot of money to get those leads which are garbage but they do <laughs> They pay a lot of money monthly to have these leads. And they, the thought, the process is, how am I going to get leads if I don't pay Zillow? Um, I, they need some realization around that. There is other marketing techniques. There is, a, you know, get out there and do some or other platforms. Different, right? Yeah, different things that might work for you, different platforms, um, you know, and maybe learn those and see what you could do because we're feeding the beast right now. And we pay for Zillow to 
basically replace us uber self-driving cars we talk about that yeah. a lot as well right you know we so order them and get in them with it they're convenient though yeah that's the thing so i'm torn because i i want to fight against zillow right yeah. but it's like i i also want i want to adapt yeah. to to the change so it's i i kind of get caught between yeah uber's convenient yeah I don't want to get rid of Uber. No, I don't think so either. But it's just to realize that Uber's drivers right now are paying to eventually replace themselves. Right. Because self-driving cars will be a thing in the See, future. See, that's a great way to, to, like you said, we're feeding the beast by buying the leads. But Uber drivers are still paying the, the, the company yeah. dollar to eventually yeah. replace themselves. And I mean, Uber isn't a, I mean, for the most part, people do make pretty good money on it. It's just... And not saying anything bad about Uber is right. a part-time job, and it is what it is, but we just need awareness around it most. So the first step to me is awareness. Um, know what's going on, understand what's going on, and then look at yourself and what your business right. is doing. And I mean, really, if you're dumping in $1,000 to uh, Zillow, you know, there's other, there's other things out there. There's other companies, there's other techniques where you could get the same probably return on investment or even better, um, just kind of figuring out what those are mm. um, and what works for you. I mean, that's my opinion. Yeah. You know, they, uh, you've heard of A to, A to the third power. Mm. You need to have awareness around mm. something. They need to have acceptance or buy-in. And then around after those, you mm. can have action. Yeah. So I think that's... Yeah, absolutely. And you know, there's probably a lot of real estate agents out there that disagree with me. Um, I, I know this because we, we talk about this in our office. We talk about it in other places as well. I talk to other agents and I mention it. And a lot of people do disagree. Um, and you know, we'll see time will tell. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Um, but they said that Uber, I had this argument with, um, not Uber, I'm sorry, with Zillow saying that they're not going to, they're not going to buy sell houses. I had this argument with someone mm. and I, I don't like being like, I told you so, but <laughs> I told you so <laughs> I saw the commercial about right. a month ago and I, yeah, I'm new. I, yeah, I it's said, new. wow, that's, they like did a soft release that, on it. They're, they're creeping like, on this. Wow. Weird. They said they weren't going to do that. And now they're doing that. <laughs> I mean, it, it just look at business and how businesses have to grow. It's kind of one of those. So there's things. like more Netflixes out there versus like, so if we're, if, if the old way of doing real estate is blockbuster, mm -hmm. there are now more Netflixes out there trying to replace blockbuster. So yeah. now there's even a competition within these other type Netflix companies. Yeah. In, in our case would be Zillow, Redfin, Purple Bricks. We have all mm -hmm. these other companies trying to do the same thing. And the way that, that, that I view it personally is it's almost like a fight, right? Yeah. And who's going to a fight for the data? Yeah. Who, who's going to control the most data, right? Right now, it's, it's going to be, um, you know, an arms race for that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's there's more stuff we could get into, and we'll talk to different agents about as we go along with these podcasts. And we did want to keep this first one somewhat short because we're just kind of introducing and show you guys a tease of what we're going to be talking about in the future. Um, and how that's going to affect us. Like next week, we'll be talking to Thomas and we'll get into some of the uh, lore, the language of real estate, what's going on locally in our real estate market, what that means. Um, because when we talk to most agents, I think we just have a lack of awareness of what's going on. Um, and that's kind of the purpose of this is just see what's going on and kind of have a better feel, pulse of what's going on in the market. And have some real um, talk around it. Have some real talk around it. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, Adam, do you have anything else that we should maybe talk about or say before we call this first one a... All I want to say is that I'm really excited to do this more and I hope to get more involvement with agents. More importantly, um, you know, this is just an open ended conversation, right? Absolutely. So I'm excited to involve more people to get different viewpoints um, and to learn yeah. myself. So I, I look forward to that. Yeah, me too. I'm excited to hear from different agents perspectives yeah. and I, I can't wait to talk to someone that completely disagrees yes. with me about where, and that's great. You know, it's open dialogue. 
um, and really kind of understand where they're coming from and what they see is going on. And it's, it's great to hear that and just have open dialogue and talk, not arguments. It's just an understanding what's going on um, in their business and compared to our, my business and your business and stuff like that. Um, and also just excited um, to be doing this. This is fun. You know what I'm most excited about? Well, I shouldn't say the most. I'm excited till we start interviewing business owners. Yeah. Because that's really what I want to do and eat their delicious food and promote their amazing businesses. Um, I'm also really into food. <laughs> We're really off topic there, but I'm glad, glad you're into food. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. Just getting out there in the community and seeing stuff. So we do want a community, you guys' involvement. Please um, have topics. Leave us, you yeah. know, send us an email. Send us topics of what you guys would like to see um, us to talk about. Who would you like us to talk about? Bring, who would you like us to bring in and get their perspectives of what's going on? Absolutely. Well, this has been fun. We appreciate everybody joining us. And for this first episode, this podcast of Real Talk, and we'll see you next time. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you.